I just wanted to mention, if you're listening to a Ringside View podcast on any of these platforms, iTunes, Breaker, Cashbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, please give us a like, a subscription, a comment, and follow us on all these platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, follow us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Pro Wrestling News Tracker. We're also on Twitter at Ringside View Pod. We are also on Instagram at Ringside View Podcasts. So follow us on all these um, social media platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez with Earl the Pearl, Ringside View Podcast. Earl, how are you? What? I am well. How are you today? Man, I'm good. I'm good. good. We, we took we took some time off and uh, we did. You went gallivanting around the world, gallivanting. I like, I like. I'm, I'm gonna start using that word, mm-hmm. gallivanting. As you should. Gallivanting is a great word. You <laughs> also could say that you went to and fro. Yeah, that's another good word. <laughs> I funny story. I used to and fro in 2015 all year. Anyone I talked to, I used to and fro. And then at, towards the end of 2015, it was either 2015 or 2016. They were renaming. Um, downtown the brady district Mm -hmm. for whatever reason that's neither here nor there but the lady was like as you can see people are going to and fro and i spit my coffee out yes and i was like my (laughs) word made it to media i want to believe that since i used it everywhere whether it was in the right context or not i want to believe the universe rewarded me and it was the greatest thing ever see right then i wanted i wanted you to stand up i wanted like air to hit your face a camera on you and then (laughs) and the, the the song playing i believe i can fly (laughs) <laughs> oh, so good. So yeah, so I'm telling you, if you put certain words out there, it gets heard, and then people use them. Some uh, subconsciously. All right, I'm honest. It. Oh, there it is. Use it. Spread it around like butter on toast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want. I'll, I'll say this. I didn't watch SmackDown last night. I was uh, I was doing podcast last night, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. Oh, oh, I uh, get it. Oh, podcasting is too much more important. Than re- <laughs> then why are we here, Bobby? If you ain't gonna watch wrestling, why are we here? Um, but in your in your in your defense, though, yeah, we are recording on a on on a day we don't normally broad record on. So right. you did not. But rest assured, your hero, which is me, I'm yeah. the hero of the story. I watched it, and it was really good. What's uh, what's some points? I'm I'm going through the website right now, looking at uh, the results. So the so the so the so the main th- I call it the main event, um, the main segment of the night. I believe in my book was the USO. Um, very very good. Uh, Roman Reigns came out to the middle of the ring, started to do his jibber jabber, blah blah blah, and then Jimmy was up on the main the. I call it the Titan Tron. I don't know what they call it nowadays. Mm-hmm. But he had, he was talking about, he had a plate of food in front of him, talking about the tribal chief, this and this. He had a bandana. He had a little camo hat on. So he looked, he kind of looked like the uh, the gorillas of war almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know it's probably not their name, but the Ring of Honor one. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the gorillas of war? They're they're on New New Gorillas of Destiny. Now. Yeah. Yeah, God, that's what they look like. But that's what he was doing. And my wife was like, why is he wearing a bandana around his face? And I was like, he's going to war or someone in his house has COVID. I don't know which one. <laughs> uh, but no, I made that joke. But no, uh, yeah, he did that. And then he said, he said, you want to explain to me? Tell it to my brother, Jay. He's behind you. And then he turned around and uh, he they started fighting. Uh, Jay went out and got uh, uh, a chair and uh-huh. brought it back inside. He went to hit Roman. Roman punched him 
Then Roman went to do it, and then he super kicked him in the face, and then did the Uso splash, and then got down. And then Jimmy came out from behind, from out from backstage, and then they were up there. But then Roman cut a heck of a promo. He said, "Basically, you're gonna disrespect me." He's like, we, we, "There's consequences. You, your wives, your kids." Everybody, we're turning our backs on you. And then, you know, Jay was like, well, it's got to be like, you know what I'm saying? They got emotional. Yeah. So it was really good. It was a really good promo. So that was what stood out on on, on the night. Now, they had some really great matches. They had Murphy versus uh, Seth Rollins. Um, and that storyline is a good storyline, but it's, I don't, I don't get it. Because I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, they're doing the whole... Um, it's sad. I mean, if you look at it, it's like, yes, okay, so they're doing the whole I like Buddy, Buddy likes me, Buddy realized you're a bad person. But then they also have the other storyline of Ray and Dominic being the overbearing male. We're men. You do what we say. Because, you know, they were like, you're naive. Right. And, and, and stuff like that. And I said, it's going to it's gonna have to cultivate to the point where uh, the mom's going to – to me, I, I think it's going to be where the mom says something and then, you know – this is how it's going to be, but yeah. So that was a good match. It was really good. Uh, Seth ended up winning that with the curb stomp. Um, I was going to ask and you. A, uh-huh. I was going to ask you. Uh, there about the uh, there was like a segment of Daniel Bryant was on the KO show, right? Um, so you, you cut out. What was that? It was um, Sadian. Oh yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that was the very first segment. Okay. How was how was that? I mean, because like he he had it was good. Daniel hasn't wrestled in a while, so. No, it was really good. He was talking about he wanted to... Well, so so last night on Talking Smack, he talked about this was going to be his last full-time run. So before Talking Smack happened, he was talking about how he wanted to face everybody he could face, the best talent there is. He's back in this thing. And then Kevin Owens was like, oh, well, here's the thing. What if, you know, I have never... The only titles I've never won is the tag team. And then Daniel Bryan is like, well, you, you've, you've backstabbed a lot of your friends. And he's like, oh, I see what you did there. Funny. He said, but think how great we could be. And then uh, it was weird because... Not weird who came down, but it was the references they were making because you had Dolph Ziggler and, and Bobby Roode came down or mm-hmm. Robert Roode came down. And it was like, we're hot for teacher if you know what I mean. And they started throwing out like... 90s music band references and I was like I don't understand the whole point of this but then um, Cesaro and uh, Nakamura came down talking about how they've been holding the tag team on Smackdown on their back which I mean they're not wrong yeah Shinsuke Nakamura Um, I didn't say Nakamura but no Shinsuke and and, uh, Cesaro came down talking about how they've been holding the tag teams on their back and then the Street Profits came down and was basically just called everybody out, you know, anything like that. And then they had the impromptu and Adam Pierce. Okay. So they did the eight-man tag and um, uh, it was really good. I mean, it, I was surprised because I'm like, oh, they started off the night with a tag team match. So I don't know if they're trying to do like what AEW is doing because AEW usually has the tag team match to start off with or they showcase and show you why their tag team matches are really good. Um. So it was really good, but uh, Nakamura, uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, and then um, uh, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode lost. So, but it was really good. I thought it was a really good match. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to Raw. Yep. Uh, what, was, what was your take okay. on this one? I, mine, mine was 
uh, Retribution yes. attacking Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt single-handedly not, you know, Bray Wyatt um, single-handedly like, yeah, yeah. taking I'm over sorry. taking over all that stuff and like it made Retribution look really bad. So... I, I thought the same thing. I said, this is, I said, I understand that they were doing the whole, we're, we're bringing the tweet feud into here, but yeah. And then, and then if you look at it, retribution lost to the hurt business. Yeah. So uh, that's like, that was like, yeah. So I think it feels to me there. like it was, it feels to me like they're, they're killing that. Yeah. It feels like they're killing it before it ever gets off. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, Hey, you know, we thought this was a stupid idea, but it's here now. So how do we just kill it? Yeah. So, and it's sad though because what's going to happen to Mustafa? Yeah, and I mean, those other guys can go back to NXT, I guess, but <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know how you're. But but I just I I can't help it. But I saw the whole Shelton Benjamin thing, and mm-hmm. then uh, what's her face came out, and then she was gone. I was like, where's Church Fart? Where's Church Fart? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was I I thought it was. Was a good match though but yeah i like the whole the mm. painting for the american gothic mm-hmm. you ever seen that photo that portrait where no. they redid the two the remember the remember the portrait of the farmer and his wife and they were standing there and then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. then yeah. the american gothic picture i think is what they called it came out and they did the same kind of a photo well this was kind of like that you had bray wyatt and you had alexa bliss but i thought they did really good um when she said let him in i was like "Ooh, your voice isn't scary enough and then after it was done she said, "Let me in," and they they dubbed her voice. And I was like, "Okay, that's a lot better." Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just kind of surprised in that storyline uh, how they're how they're doing that. I mean, I I like Bray Wyatt's always. I've always liked his his new his new gimmick, and I just with the retribution, I just feel bad for them because it's like it's five people that they're they brought up. You know, they changed their their aliases and stuff, and and it's just they're going to be killed before they can even. Bad. It is bad. So. Um, and and that's the kind of thing that you don't come back from because even if you came like Luke Gallows is like one of the exceptions like he was what was it Cletus on his first yeah, run yeah. where he was dumb until the bell rang yep. and then he went over and he was really good in impact as as Doc Gallows and then he came back with with Carl Anderson I mean they they didn't treat them right but well, it he, wasn't he you know also, what I'm saying like he, he didn't he also did a, a stint with CM Punk he did the um, Straight Edge Society. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the Straight Edge Society. But still, even then, he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? He came back from that. And a lot of people forgot who he was right. in the beginning. But, like, this one's this one's like the reverse of Dusty Rhodes. Like, Dusty Rhodes was a heel with Dirty Dick Murdoch, and then he became the American Dream. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And people loved him. But this is like the reverse. Like, you're, you're Dominic Dijakovic. I'm just using him as an example. Mm-hmm. He had great matches with with Keith Lee, like really good like matches. And then he called up and he's T Bar. Like you yeah. can't go back to being Dominic Dominic Dijakovic because people are going to refer to you as T Bar the whole time. That's something you can't really shake. You're going to have to go to a different promotion somewhere, or and be dominant. Or he needs to take some time off, take a break, and then they come back and reinvent yeah. him again. So that's. You could, you could. That's the. That's what I refer to as the Drew Gallows treat. Uh, not yep. Drew Gallows. Uh, the Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. treatment because he was the chosen one and it flopped, and then he became three man band, which mm-hmm. I personally love. Three man band. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about that. But he was a. <laughs> he was a laughing stock, and then he got fired, and then immediately went back to the homeland 
destroyed that that world heavyweight champion. I forget the name of the promotion, but he destroyed him, put him through the table, was the champion, mm-hmm. and then he went to Impact, dominant over there with the Speak Up movement, not the Speak Up movement, but Speak Out movement, whatever they called that. Mm-hmm. And then he fought Bobby Lashley. He was their world heavyweight champion, and then he came back to NXT, and then the main roster. And now look what he's been doing. So you know, um, and the same thing with Jinder Mahal. I mean, Jinder Mahal. Oh, I didn't really care for his his title run, but he did the same kind of thing. Yeah, he sure did. Um, one thing I'll say about Drew McIntyre when he was with uh, 3MB, uh, that's that's what it was a funny story that he he created the uh, Claymore kick while doing that by, by by doing 3MB because he was wearing like really I didn't tight. Know that. He's really he was wearing really tight leather leather pants that he could not do like a, a big just, yep. just a big kick. So he would just throw both legs up. To do it, yeah. <laughs> so because he yeah. could, he oh, could that's do, true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he couldn't do it, so that, I thought that was like hilarious. Hey, then. listen. <laughs> hey, oh, listen. Man. That's anyway. the, hey, he did what he had to do, and then he just perfected it. Um, one thing I I will the the the, the shining star of Raw for me was uh, the the storyline that they're building with Braun and Keith Lee. That's to yes. me. To me, I'm really happy with that because that's actually a match that I'm looking. You know, there's some matches that come on. I say, okay, I might fold some clothes or something while it's going on or something. I don't know. And mm-hmm. but that one, I'll sit down and watch because I, I've those are two guys that I yes. want to see who's going to win or who's going to who's going to you know who's going to yield or something. So that's that's pretty exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And the big thing I like about what you can say right now is they just did the draft. Mm-hmm. But he, he beat Keith Lee, and then Keith Lee with that cheap shot. And Keith Lee, I liked what he said at the end, where he's all like, "You picked the wrong per." You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he showed his dominance, and then he did that. But I totally forgot that Braun Strowman got totally wrecked on the previous week's SmackDown by uh, by Roman Reigns. Remember, mm-hmm. he got worked over with that chair. Yeah, and I totally forgot about that. And I was like, I give WWE a lot of flack. But they did really good of me forgetting that he got destroyed. And then to me, I was like, oh, that makes sense why he cheap shotted him because he 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 just lost to Roman Reigns. Like like he got destroyed by Roman Reigns on the previous on the previous week SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And then he was about to get pretty much beat by Keith Lee. And if you're supposed to be the monster, you can't get beat, you know, back to back. So what do you do? You take a cheap shot. So I was like you know, they do they, they do a lot of really pretty things with creative. But I was like, one, you made me forget about it. And then I watched SmackDown this week and I relived. I'm like, oh, that, that makes so much sense why he did that cheap shot on Keith Lee. Now, I may just be overlooking it. But to me, that's where I connected the dots. And I was like, good job. Good job, WWE. You did you did a pretty good one right there. So I, I, that's what I liked about, yeah. about Raw. Um, the one thing that that really was I was a drawback on, and I I'm really critical of this, mm-hmm. and, and I hate because I I the, the the women's division, uh, Oscar was taking on Lana, and she oh. she beats her, and then the tag team t- uh, champions come out and interrupted or, you know, t- put Lana through a table again, and like I'm thinking I said you know this is like this is like the main title this is a Raw's women's champion. And you're bringing tags mm-hmm. out to I go. There's there's something going along in, like like in the women's division where they're short or something or something, they they don't have enough yeah. like spots or bodies to do stuff. So it's, to me, it's kind of concerning. So I saw that and I thought the same thing. 
and then I was on um, I was on a couple of reports. Now again, they were the rumor side, so mm-hmm. you take it. it. Even says on them, you know, these are rumors taken for a grain of salt. But both of them, I don't know if the other one just like copy and pasted what the other one said. There was a few words that were different, mm-hmm. but they're if it's true. They're saying that there's been rumblings in the back that they're trying to make Lana super babyface. So they believe with two weeks in a row with Nia Jax putting her through the announce table that this will make the fans see, okay, so so we know Nia Jax is the bad person because the week before, Natty walked out on their partnership. And then this week, she got the shot against Lana. I mean, against Oscar lost, but then Nia Jax came back out and put her through a table. So two weeks in a row, you know, your partner leaves, you get put through a table by the heel champ, tag team champs, and then you lose to the world champion and you get put through the table again. So right. they're saying this is, I don't know if it's Vince's idea or Kevin Dunn's idea or whoever's idea or someone in creative trying to give her a, a push, but what they've seen again the rumor sites are saying you know this is how they're going to make lana into the super baby face so i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out i'm still not interested in lana matches i'm I'm going on record good luck with that she's almost there at she's almost at the level of eva marie yeah um like i didn't even follow her on any of the socials like i followed her and rusev for the longest time yeah now i i just barely follow rusev just because i like what he's doing in aew but I'm just like, ugh, like I don't, and I, I love, I love Shayna Baszler in NXT, and she's almost at the level where I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about these matches. Yeah. But I still watch them because yeah. it's interesting to see if the rumor sites are true. But that's me. That's not, if if someone out there is listening and you love Lana and you think that she is a good wrestler, great. I like, I like people that are jobbers that people are like, why, why do you like them? That's stupid. Yeah. But it's because <laughs> I like that person as a wrestler. So if you like Lana, that's great. But to me, I'm at the point where I'm like, I, it's not that she can't wrestle, because she does have good wrestling moves. Yeah, it's just it's it. They're they're they It's not her fault either. It's it's, it's creative. It's, 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 like t- it's timing too. It's timing too. Because like when she was at her mm-hmm. peak, whenever Rusev was come out would come out with her, people would <sighs> chant for her. I loved her as his valet. Yeah, I loved her as his valet. That's and that was great. And. I agree with everything you're saying. No, no, I agree with everything you're saying. That was her peak. That then was they her made peak. her a wrestler, and I'm they, just like, they should have done it then, and they didn't. But anyway, um, I mm-hmm. wanted I wanted to touch on a little bit uh, Hell in a Cell match since we're yes. talking about SmackDown Raw. To me, this is like uh-huh. this. This is the smallest card I've ever seen on here. You got you got Drew versus Randy. I'm, I'm, I, we've talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's like really really. I think it was one two. Three, four. There's probably another one that they've uh, announced because I didn't watch SmackDown last night. But, um, but they got. No, they didn't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they did. I don't remember seeing okay. that. But you know, they probably got a pre-show match, and that you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's fine. But we've talked about it. Like I used to think four to five card WrestleManias were, and I wanted longer. And then they made the the 14 week extravaganza of WrestleMania. I'm fine. With, if you look at it, NXT has on their takeovers four to five matches yeah three to four three to five matches and it's great i think the smaller card ones are what they need if they're going to really compete and i know you people think well who are they competing with oh roh uh who oh AEW. but they're it's not just the wrestling side it's the whole quality of the product yeah i I mean i i I get that but i i think at the same time mm -hmm. if if they're going to do that they should they should just do like a raw 
a, a Raw uh, pay-per-view and then the SmackDown pay-per-view because they, they have a huge roster. And I'm sure there's guys that want that want to be showcased. And to me, this is yeah, this is not this but is with not the whole enough. COVID thing. There's a yeah. lot of them that aren't wanting to fight. Yeah, if you look at it though, I mean they they don't have that many people wanting to fight. You have the ones that are like, look, this is my time to shine. But I I think it's a good idea. I really do because you got the it's the quality of the matches. If you yeah. think of the last pay-per-view, that 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 triple threat match for the for the uh u.s championship if they would have had if they would have had those two other matches on there that were supposed to be on there that that match would not have been as great as it was so i i like it because you can you can push your storyline the way you want it you can you can show the quality of the match i like it i like i've i've I, when i was younger i was i i was stupid looking back on it i'm like oh i need <laughs> i need more hours of wrestling yeah but four matches is great you can tell a great story it's they just need to have their quality of product because that's what they get ripped on tons of stuff yeah is the quality of the product the storylines well we'll see that we'll see about it so i say go back to basics that's that's me but again i'm not every wrestling fan so yeah definitely Um, we'll see and see you know it could be a total flop like they could have nothing but botches and be like oh this was bad so um i think bound for glory has like six matches uh slated for their pay-per-view tonight so um and we'll (laughs) And we'll talk about that. There's, there's going to be some good matches on that card, though. <laughs> yes. So I'm excited for Bound for Glory, and I and and if you look years past, their their production levels not that great on Bound for Glories, mm-hmm. but they've had some really good matches on. Uh, so let's let's jump straight into Impact. Uh, I did watch it this week. All right, so let's <laughs> let, let's jump into Impact really quick. Uh. I watched the the the, the opening the opening yes. match was kind of odd a little bit. It was Heath, Rhino, uh, Alicia Edwards, uh, cousin Jake, and Hernandez, and it was like the winner of that one was going to be the last um, entry to the to the gauntlet match, uh, the the uh, call your shot gauntlet mm-hmm. match, and so mm-hmm. um, so I thought it was kind of odd to have yes. Alicia Edwards in that one, <laughs> so. I don't know what's the deal with that one. So it's kind of odd. And I agree. That's that's the thing that's I don't either. That was very odd to me too. I I didn't understand why she was in there. I mean, because like she can't. She I mean she's tiny and she's she's not a. I hate to say it, but she's not a really good wrestler. At all. At all. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's his bless me. her heart. I know. Bless her heart. I know. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, Hernandez ends up winning that, and That's um, funny. and I don't, I don't understand that push. Yeah, I, I thought for sure they were, they were, they're, they're going to do Heath or Rhino on that one. So, can I talk about him for a second? Yeah, go ahead. I don't understand what's up with his mustache and his look. Um, Hernandez. It annoys me. Yes, it annoys me. It's as bad as that one ref. Like the first the first week I watched it, there mm-hmm. was a ref that I truly despise on there. I don't understand it. And like I understand he's he's going for that Vato look, but I, again, I'm I'm not a skinny person. But from seeing Hernandez of impact six years ago, and I know six years is a long time. But it's like he's just he, to me. I feel like he's just going through the thing. Like his belly's bigger. He is not as fast. At one point, he was barely running. He was just going through the motions. Like, okay, I've got to get to this mark to do this one spot. And I'm like, uh, what happened, Hernandez? Yeah. 
what happened. Yeah, I don't, he was. I, 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 I guess he was like a backdrop for LAX, and you didn't really focus on him back then. I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of. I don't. Know. I'm like, man. Like even like like Rhino is is not the Rhino of old, but in that match, Rhino looked in better shape than Hernandez. Yeah. And I never thought I'd ever say that because Hernandez. You remember when he first like what was it? Uh, back whenever Sting was fighting for the company for Dixie, mm-hmm. like Hernandez used to wrestle without his shirt, and he would throw people, and he would do the raw like the showing my muscles. And now this is like. Hernandez's dad wrestling, and I'm like, I don't know what happened to Hernandez. <laughs> I miss, I miss that old Hernandez. Yeah, it's like dad fill in for me. Um, but I understand why, why they didn't win though for Heath Slater or Rhino because yeah. they're doing the storyline of, you know, because I just saw a tweet about it this morning, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. Um, when he won the world champion in the gauntlet, he had to win three matches in a night to get the championship. Mm. So they're the, doing the whole, they're doing the whole, we're behind an eight ball. All right, Heath, I know you really want to be part of this company, but if I don't win, we're both out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, put yeah, shut up time. So I understand why they did that, but I, I didn't understand it either. I'm like, you could have let, I, I understand you're not going to let cousin Jake win. Right. And you're not going to have Alicia Edwards win or whatever her name was. So who do you have left? You have Hernandez, Rhino, and Heath. or Slater. Yeah, yeah, and you're or Heath, whatever he's going by nowadays. So you're not going to have them two win because it's process of elimination. That's not the story we're telling. So who's left? Hernandez. Yeah. So I understand why they did that, but it'd be interesting to see where they go with it tonight, though. Yeah. Um, the other thing that kind of stuck out with me was the uh, X Division, uh, Raji Raju. Raji Raju? I don't know if I say his name right. <laughs> I love how you say his Raji, name. Raji Raju. <laughs> Raji Raju. <laughs> I can't say his name right. But. Yes. I, that was, I, I remember uh, that Matt. I I can't say some of his names right either. So yeah. I just like the way you say it. <laughs> um, I, I I love his, the buildup for this guy because normally I, I never liked a guy. I didn't ever like him with a Desi Hit Squad. I never liked him when he was like mm-hmm. coming up. But I kind of like him. I kind of like him now because, like, he's he's playing this 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 dumb heel that thinks that he's like a top champion, a top tier champion, and he's like he's giving people opportunities and he's not really. He's he's like he's doing countouts so and good. so the he's, build- he's in his oh, he's his his delusions of grandeur is the yeah. way I refer to it. Yeah, I love it. I love what they're doing with him. But I, what I've noticed it about, about Impact right now that they have not done um, where the where the X Division champion cashes in on the on the Impact champion yet. They haven't done that in a while. No, I haven't. No, they really haven't. Like I, I know it's a it's it's like the WWE rules. Like yeah. we know once a quarter the, these champions can fight the other champion on the other brand. So I feel like that's what they're doing. They're just like, okay, we're gonna not I think do this the, right now, but he's gonna cash in at some point. Yeah, I think the last person that did it was uh, Rockstar Spud, which is you know Maverick. He was the last one that did it, and oh. I th- and I think he did it on Kurt mm-hmm. Angle when Kurt Angle was the Impact Champion, and that was that was a while back. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch Impact during that time. Yeah. So I'm gonna say you're probably right, but I don't know. Yeah. So. That, so my my takeaway from Impact was Moose and EC3. Yes. Yes. Oh, like, I, I'm so happy because I haven't watched it in a week or two. So yeah. I'm so happy that whoever their their vignette person is, oh, so good. It and is. And the, 
the interview with Moose, and then the, the the interviewer says something, it makes him mad, and then he gets kidnapped, and then EC3 is is interrogating him. Yeah. In his in his little warehouse. Oh, it's so good. Like I'm super super excited. And here's the thing. I I I when I watched it, I was like, oh, that's really good blade work. They did a good job with with Moose punching him. But I think Moose actually really did. Like if if EC3 really took those shots to the dome because. That black eye he had didn't look like makeup black eye. That yeah. looked like legit. I got my butt whooped. And, and here's the thing: kudos to EC3 for taking actual punches. Like like Moose is a big guy, and I don't really watch his MMA stuff, but to let a man literally punch you to give you a black eye for your storyline and your craft, mm. kudos, kudos to him. Yeah, so that that match that, that match on Bound for Glory is the one I'm I'm most anticipating is moose versus ec3 because i haven't yes i haven't seen EC, i haven't oh, so i haven't good. seen ec3 wrestle in a long long time and, and this is a different ec3 wrestling too this yeah. isn't the cocky one percenter this is the i'm like like the whole the whole uh what the bridge stood for yeah like, yeah you're on a bridge but it, it's more than a bridge it was the you're mm-hmm. a made-up champion if you want to be a real champion cross this bridge and yep. then he did yeah so this is a different like mind games ec3 and and the other match i'm really excited for is the rich swan eric um, young yeah uh yeah eric young ey that's gonna be a good match too it, um i like i like heel uh ey not as good as i'm looking for scott bayo ey right that's my favorite ey but this EY is good. He's a great heel, a great heel champion. And now you've got the whole, I'm coming back for revenge. Anytime you have a good revenge storyline, not one that you're like, oh, they're just doing revenge. Like you can tell it's yeah. like pandered in. But this is like legit, like, 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 like I supposedly hurt you. And then I supposedly hurt you again. And now you're back for revenge. I like that storyline. So I, those are my two big matches I'm most excited for. Yeah. And, and that one, uh, that one, uh, Dina Prazo and Kylie Ray is one I'm looking forward to also because. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think Kylie both, Ray is so good. Yeah, I think both of them are just carrying this division right now. Even though I'm, you and know, even though I'm, a, that she's. Go ahead. They really said she just resigned a, a multi-year deal. Yeah, with yeah, she sure did. And uh, I'm a big Rosemary fan, but I, I don't think Rosemary's at. She's at the level that these two girls are at right now. Um, and I think she's taking a step back. You know, she's gained some weight. Uh. She's not. She's doing more story than she is wrestling now, and which is okay. Yeah. But I, I miss the old Rosemary, and I thought you know she was for a while. She was, she was she's top tier of the of the knockouts division mm-hmm. for a long time, but uh, not anymore. But I like Diana Perazzo. I like what she's doing, and I have always liked Kylie Ray. I think she's a great great wrestler. So um, so I very I think under very yeah. underestimated. Yep, yep, yep. So, but anyway, um. That is, and I'm also getting ready for, um, you know, I like the Motor City Machine Guns, and I love the Good Brothers. Mm-hmm. I, I love the North a lot. I think as 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 they as as they were like toward the end, like the tail end of their championship, and then not having the the belts now, I love I love the what what they're doing. Uh, I love that these two guys are together. Like, cause I when Ethan Page first came out, I wasn't really excited about him. Because I think he came out with Matt mm-hmm. Seidel at first, and mm-hmm. um, yep. it was a good storyline. But I think is this is why he's 
he's carried this this tag team division like until everybody like signed like motor city, motor city machine guns and the good brothers and so i i think it's i think I, it's I, really good i think it works out really well we're both in agreement i love the north and um again i when 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 compound was here they had um josh what's his name the really tall guy um barnett Josh Barnett? No, 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 no. Josh Barnett was the guy for for uh, the commentator, right? Josh Alexander is that Josh Alexander, the the living weapon. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came and wrestled, and we were like, "How can he be here? He was just on Impact a couple days ago." Um, he's he's great. I love him as a wrestler, but he's not a good like promo cutter. But but the other guy in the north, Ethan is Page, really good at yeah. Cutting. Yes, Ethan Page is really great. And you even see it like when they were wrestling, like where we, you know, even without the mic when he's yelling at the other teams, he's great. Their, their chemistry works really well. I love the North. Um, I love the Good Brothers. I think I think if WWE would have used the Good Brothers like Impact is right now, mm-hmm. and it's, it's strange to hear Impact is using someone better than WWE. Um, it's, you know, it's not really that strange, but they're letting them do what they did because they refer to him as the machine gun Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. WWE never did that. They no, did that maybe in passing. No, they, they did maybe in passing. Oh, well, it's machine gun. But they're but like, but they put emphasis on it and that, and he needs that. That's, that's the name he made for himself over in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I, I like everything about it. It's not good. I don't think it's going to steal the, steal the show. The, their matches because there's other ones that should hopefully be better but in this match all, the only I think I don't think the Motor City Machine Guns need to win the title yeah I think it needs to either be the North or it needs to be the Good Brothers now I like Madman Madman Fulton I know you used to talk yeah. about him and, and when I saw him Russell I'm like oh Madman Fulton is really good but I don't think they need to win like I said I think the North either needs to win it or the good brothers are going to cheat to win it. That's that's my prediction. Yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing too. I think uh, this should be, this is just my opinion. I think this is going to be the last run mm-hmm. that Madman Fulton and uh, Austin is, are, are going to be together. They're going to probably split yeah. apart after this, and they need to, they really need to push Madman Fulton as a, a single. I was going to say, I was going to say, so. Madman Fulton. I've seen a lot of different reports where they said where people have been like, you know, I used to sleep on Madman Fulton, but what he's been doing. He needs a push, so I, I agree with one hundred percent. I does. think they're going to break up, and you need to push them. And and also, I like what I like what they did with Sammy Callahan and um, uh, oh, Ken, MMA guy. What's Ken, his name? I always Ken, forget it. Yeah, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. He came out because you were talking how Sammy Callahan's like, no, no, I know what you need. This is what you need. Yeah. And to me, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh, you know, Ken Shamrock's not going to stand for that. But then Ken Shamrock came out to Sammy Callahan's aid. <laughs> so I really liked that. I was like, oh, look at Ken Shamrock actually showing he's part of the team. So I really liked that. Yeah. I thought then, that was a really he's, good and then he's twist a, of storyline. And then he's attacking at, at command. <laughs> so. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's really, really good. I like I like what they're doing. I, I like that a lot, too, because I was like, oh, look. Ken Shamrock's actually there's not dissension there, so I and thought that was really and they're cool. also they're also um, they're uh, inducted him into the Impact uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm I'm t- excited today to too, see so. if they actually show the Rocks video. Yeah, I want to see if they actually do that. That's 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 the big thing for me on that is what is what are they really going to show it? Yep. Um, let's uh, let's jump over to Dynamite. Ah, oh, 
so good. It was so good. So this one, this so one, good. we were, we were There's talking. so many butthurt fans. Yeah, we There's were. so many butthurt, butthurt marks. We were talking before the show on this one so much so we had to we had to stop and start the show so yes um, but yeah there's so many butthurt mark butthurt smarks from so, this week's episode it was it was actually a pretty good fast paced one i um jungle boy versus warlow that was uh wardlow i didn't wardlow I, I did not believe i did not believe they would let jungle boy get such an offense off on wardlow i did yeah i mean i i saw that on the paper and i said warlow is going to roll over jungle boy but man, that that was a really good match. Like there was a point where I was like, "Are they?" Uh, you know, I say it all the time. Are they really going to let him win? Because in my mind, I'm like, "Wait, is 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 this really going to happen?" And of course, Jungle Boy's not going to win. But man, they made Jungle Boy look really good against Wardlow. Yeah. Um, Colt Cabana versus Hangman. Um... But first, let's go back. Let's go back because I feel like it was a tit for tat. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the 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 reemergence of the cleaner. Like yes. I, I was watching it, and the kids came out, and they're like, "Who is that?" And I was like, "That's the cleaner." And then my kids were like, "Does he clean houses? Does what is he <laughs> like? No, baby, he's a cleaner. Does he does he clean windows?" And I was like, "No, no, no." I was like, and my wife was sitting there, and she's giving me her look. I'm like, "No, baby, he's he cleans up. Yes, he cleans up messes, but not like that." I was like, "He's kind of like the chick from the blacklist. He cleans up other people's messes." And Man, I understand why Sunny Kiss was in it as a fill-in. Yeah, for but dear Joey. God, dear God, he he that look he had on his face like, this isn't nothing. You're bothering me. I'm I'm the best. Oh, such a good storyline in that. Bre- and then he immediately turns from heel to face, like not a like a good face, kind of like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, you did good. Here I'm keeping up appearances. I'm not really bad. Look, let's let's race. And then Sunny Kiss's look on her, on on his face where he's like. Not I don't you, know not what you're sure. doing right now. Not all, sure. <laughs> yeah. all of that. God, all of that storyline in that match was so fast. Like, that's the way it was supposed to be. You know, like, oh. you know what really caught me on that one is like whenever Kenny's entrance music came on, the girls came out mm-hmm. of the, the heel tunnel. Mm-hmm. They came out of the heel tunnel with yes. like, the brooms. And I said, oh, oh. <sighs> Gonna, I really thought I was like, is he coming out of the heel? And then, oh. and then, and then it changes. He comes out on the babyface side. I said, okay, that's a little, that's a little tug, yes. that's a little tug at the rug there, saying, okay, maybe I will next week or. <laughs> so, yes, there's so much of a storyline that there's so much. There's like, there's like a bigger story they're telling. Yeah. And if you know what to look for, because here's the thing: not everybody watched New Japan Pro. Right. Like you heard, he was the cleaner, but you never watched like I liked on the Bigfoot Club whenever you did the end where you did Kenny Omega's little speech. Yeah. Um goodbye and good night. But yeah, and like when he was talking to the to the camera on the way in there, like I was trying to hear because sometimes you can hear it. Yeah. Like I was trying to hear was he given part of that speech? Because it looked like he was and he had the finger point. Like there's so many Easter eggs. Yep. So many Easter eggs in that match. Like it's gonna like I think they're going to have to have a bigger crowd for him to be full blown cleaner. Like I think they're, I think they're looking because you know they're bringing in slowly, they're bringing in more fans. Yeah. Like it needs to be a pretty big size for him to go full blown cleaner. There's, like they're just laying, they're laying the like we've talked. AEW is really good at planting those seeds and laying the foundation. Yeah. And that's what they're doing right now, and it's so good. I mean, we 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 got one more match to talk about on this on this tournament, yes. but. I would just say this. This is this is my prediction: is that they're gonna they're gonna have Adam Page versus Kenny in the finals. I, uh, and you remember when he was on commentation? Yeah. Whenever whenever Hangman, he's like, "Oh, Omega's in this," and Hangman's like, 
Yeah, like he didn't realize like they, they did really good. Like, I honestly yeah. believe like they didn't tell him that he was in it. Yeah. And as soon as he's like, I gotta go, and he put the headset down, and he had that look on his face of bewilderment. I was yeah. like, they're gonna make it Omega versus Page. They yeah. have to. And this, I I think you're right about the crowd, but I think this is the part. This is the part where either they'll make him heal there, or they'll make him whenever uh-huh. he goes for the championship. The AEW Championship. That's when he'll turn. Yeah. He'll turn super heel. Yeah. To me, that's, that's gonna put that's me. both of them over. Yeah, that's gonna put both of to me. That's gonna put both of them over because you've already got Omega showing why he is a single dominance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then for him to beat Hangman Page, that's gonna put Hangman over too because now Hangman is gonna have to become a better singles person, and that's gonna be a good storyline laying down too because now you've got Hangman going to show Omega that he is better than what Omega yeah. thought he was. And that's going to be a great storyline as well. I don't I don't recall them fighting each other in New Japan at all. Do you? No, they were all part of the same club. Right. But I mean whenever whenever they 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 did G1 blocks every now and then no, they, they, never they, did. they would face each other every well, now I and say then. they never did. Okay. I say they never did. I again, I say they never did. I could be wrong. I don't. I never watched the G one religiously. Like that one guy that I, I'm, I, I uh, the, the we love wrestling. Like he watches G one. Like he pays for New Japan World. Lives and breathes the G one classic. Man, that's a lot so of they, wrestling. They that, may have that, fought, that, that They may. Oh, and it's and it's like two in the morning wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So again, they may have fought, but for my recollection, I I agree with you. I don't remember them ever fighting each other. Um, Ray Phoenix versus. Uh, Penta, and that was that was to me that was a great great match. It was a great it match. It was a great match. They had a really bad botch. Yeah, you and wanna... then next week they have to have the substitution because of it. But 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 Kingston, Eddie Kingston being out there on his thing talking about his best friend and his family made the match even more. Yeah. Oh, he's such a good. He's such a good, just all around promo guy. Like, yeah, I love what they're doing. The, the promo with the cookie, if you haven't checked it out, watch it on YouTube. Okay. When he, did, when he cut the promo on the cookie for promo class, mm-hmm. so good. So good. Yeah, Eddie Kingston is a, a gem in this industry, and I'm glad they're finally showing him off. Like, yeah, they're polishing I, him I knew showing him off. I knew he was good when he was on Impact. He was running LAX mm-hmm. for a while, and he yep. he was good then. I mean, he was he's going uh, head-to-head with uh, uh, Conan, and uh, yep. and it was it was pretty good. I was, I'm not surprised. I mean, I've seen him work before and um um you know he the guy the guy loves wrestling and he's a good storyteller so oh that's something that they're and that's what they need in aew is this is a veteran who's not a wwe guy and then you get to cut jabs at wwe yeah the whole thing he's doing with mox you left me you went to the land of sports entertainment and you left me behind you called me your family you're not my family so it's such good, and it's a great storyline too, because they're going to go to war, yeah, and yet they're still cutting in about WWE, and it's just so good. And they're not they're not making anything up; they're stating facts. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. So good. I love what they're doing. You know, I hope he knows he can never use that again, though. He can't never use that that promo ever again. So. No, but he can. He can. He can. He can revise it. Yeah. And he can make. That's the thing about business wrestling is you can cut the same promo for five years straight. You just change it and 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 still have facts but just change the the story setting and you can still cut the same promo but it's going to have different elements yeah he's so he's got to make sure he bleeds in the same muds <laughs> bleed the same blood and cry the same tears in the mud 
Oh, so good. You have to throw, uh, you have uh, to you have to throw an S every now and then on something to be. You, you do. You have to have that. You have the same bloods. Uh, here's the thing. I want to go with the whole thing that have everybody butt hurt. Yeah. Um. So, the the MJF and uh and yeah Chris Jericho steak debonair. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's so good. I even saw a tweet from a guy again. I don't know who he is. He won a Tony, and he said. He watched it and he said MJF and, and Chris Jericho deserve the Tony. Um, there's a lot of people that are butthurt saying, well, you know, if WWE did it, um, they would be up in arms. But then Friday Night SmackDown, they had Law and Otis. They did a, they did a, a, a wrestler court thing for the money in the bank. I'm like, how are you going to bleed millions of dollars into a court case when it's just wrestling? Or you had the Honorable JBL presiding and, and Ron Simmons was the bailiff. Again, I thought that segment was great. I'm not these people that are like, oh, because they're trying to use the whole statement of we're taking sport. We're taking wrestling serious. Yeah. If you look at it, some guy put it in there perfectly. You had three world title gauntlet matches you had a tag team match they had like five things on their on their you had the young bucks you had you had all this stuff and then you you filled it in where they weren't backstage they were just having a steak dinner but outside of that mjf has the uh song theater background chris jericho is the lead singer of yeah some say a very world successful band. I don't even listen to Fozzie. I don't I don't really care for that. But I know his band is really popular overseas, like in Germany and stuff like that. He's like the David Hasselhoff of heavy metal. But anyways, um they both are doing that. They did a song chorus line. I even like the fact because I talked about it with my friend Daryl, you have the part where MJF is doing the whole getting the name wrong, kind of like what Chris Jericho did when he did the French, the Festival of Friendship with Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and you have Jericho correcting him, going, "No, her name is Velma." And it's like, "Okay, Thelma." No, it's Velma. Okay, Thelma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. they have so many things built in there, and then they're so wrapped up with one upping each other that they both have raw steaks that aren't cooked. And then at the very end, reality sets in. And they go, this is disgusting. And then they go cheesy at the brand. They go, Velma. And then it pans out. Like, there's so many elements here. And yeah. it was great. As a storyline, it was great. Like, you know these two people are going to fight. It's already laid in work. You had the, the, even the lead up to the steak debonair match where they're like, I'm going to meet you Wednesday night for steak. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. cutting a wrestling promo. So, again, they're having a... Pardon my French. I'm not going to say the word, but they're having a peeing contest. Yeah. Who is the alpha? So I think it was great. It was a great, it made me laugh. I laughed through the whole thing when they were dancing. Me too. And being I, cheesy. I, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. It was it. so good. It was so good. And that's, and, but you have all these people that are like, oh, you say you're better than WWE. And you said in this press conference that you're going to focus on wrestling. Huh? You had this match. But you, you forgot everything they did. They, they had so many great single matches to see who's going to be the number one contender in a gauntlet match. You had you had the Young Bucks. And by the way, why do you... That poor ring announcer had to say, like, all their accolades of the Young Bucks. You know, the two-time NJPW, this, 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 and this, this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're tooting your own horn. But you had the Young Bucks fight, and their match was really great. But mm-hmm. you had all this great wrestling. You had, out of a two-hour time slot, just say you had an hour and 50 minutes of great wrestling, and then you had the 10-minute palate cleanser. Yeah. 
But these other people want to say, oh, well, who cares about that hour and 50? I'm going to focus on this 10. Again, it's people telling their own narrative. Well, your wrestling show wasn't that great because you made a mockery for a 10-minute thing. But you're not looking at the hour and 50 minutes of greatness so i loved I, I it. Thought it was good i loved it yeah i loved it i thought when i when i was first watching it i thought i thought they were lip syncing at first and then when i when they <clears throat> whenever they stood up and they got off the table i said oh my god they're actually singing yeah yeah they and, did for a moment you, yeah i don't know who was singing it if it was fred astaire or Frank yeah. sinatra or whoever in a moment like in the beginning they did lip sync but then okay. as soon as they stood up as soon as they stood up, they went into, they're both actually really singing. That's and that's it. good, too, because you're playing on their strengths. Yeah. But again, it's like we talked about WWE with, like, Drew Gulak or, like, Team Hell No. Nobody ever talks smack about that. Like, remember the whole diner scene where, yep. you know, he's, you know, they did the whole thing about when Harry met Sally. They did all of that stuff. No one ever talks trash about that. Like, why are you making Kane, who's this great big, you know, ring general? And he is. You established so many great things, but you're doing that because you have to get over and show your comedy side. Um, someone was like, "You're going to talk smack about the steak debonair thing," but you go back to the WWE Network and you watch Stone Cold ribbing Kurt Angle with the little cowboy hat. Yep, seeing it. You know what I'm saying? But that's fine. You can do that. That's backstage segments. But how dare you? How dare you have two wrestlers in a in a steak eating steak and showing each other up and doing a chorus line? How dare you, AEW? Shame on you. I loved it, so I didn't really, I didn't really care. So <laughs> no, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. It was a great palate cleanser. You were so serious yeah. for ninety percent of your show, and then you have a funny little light-hearted thing at the very end. I thought it was great. Um, let's jump over to NXT. We got very we, well. We, I ooh that Pat McAfee. Oh, oh, they brought him back, and I'm madder than ever on him. Oh, yeah, son of I, that God. was like. I, but it's good though. It makes sense. Because remember, we talked about it. Who paid them to attack? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich Holland to attack. But then Rich Holland gets hurt. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where are they going to go with it? And then UE gets taken out systematically. And they put Oni Larkin and Danny Burch. And here's the thing. I, I've said for a long time. I even agree with Wade Barrett. Danny Burch and, and Oni Larkin deserve to be champions. They have put in the work. Yeah. But they, then then you have the guy take off the mask and it's and it's Pat McAfee and immediately I'm like, I hate every single person in this ring. How dare you do and now you've made Brizongo and Fandango your enemy. So oh so good. I loved it. Um the I you know the one thing I'm gonna take from this and it's just this is not even a match, okay? It's <laughs> not even a match. <laughs> but the one thing that I, I took away from NXT, and then there's a lot of things I liked about this because I watched I watched this one all the way all the you, way through. You better say <laughs> no, no, stop, you stop, stop. say what I think you were going to say. It was, it was Cameron Grimes talking. <laughs> backstage. <laughs> backstage and the glass the glass door. God. It's our oh buddy my. just standing there waiting. <laughs> he, he didn't even notice him. He did angry entrance. Yeah. <laughs> he did. No one ever does. Roderick Strong is the only one that ever noticed him. But, but I rewound it and watched it two more times. He... <laughs> angry entered like like dexter loomis went into frame like super angry and then and then cameron grimes was cocky and then immediately scared i really wish cameron grimes would have noticed him and jumped but yeah my favorite part of the whole thing was dexter loomis angry entered the frame and i was like yes please give me more oh that was so good that was so good that was like so much i mean and i not a big Cameron Grimes guy. Even when he was an impact, say his name right. 
Uh, you yeah. Say his name right. Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And I wasn't a big fan of him <laughs> when he was in Impact. And but I love him with, yeah. with the storyline right now. I think he's doing such a good job. And uh, he's he's won. And me I didn't over. like Dexter Loomis at first either. I didn't like Dexter Loomis at first either. Yeah. And then he won me over. But I liked Cameron Grimes right off the bat. Like I didn't know he was in Impact. But when he first came up, I was like, ooh, I like his style. He's got the snake oil salesman. And then he did that cave-in, and he has that hat. Love Cameron Grimes. Yeah. He and was, then Dexter Loomis and him got into it. And I'm like, this yeah. is going to the moon, as he says. Yep. Going to the moon. Um, Kushida, um, Champa, and um, Dream was probably, to me, was yeah. the best match of the night. Yes. Let me tell you something. Mad Kushida we love. Angry, angry Champa we love. Um, I was a little upset they didn't let the Dream use his cast. Like he came down with that cast, and I'm like, okay, he's gonna pull like a uh, he's gonna pull like a chest protector. Yeah. Or remember when remember when Big Bob Orton had that cast on his yep. hand for like 14 years, yep. and he used to do the flying the flying uh, uh, clothesline and knock you out with it. I really thought they were gonna let him do something. They My are. My son watched it. My they, son and daughter watched uh-huh. it and said, oh, when he came off, it looked like ribbons. Like he had a ribbon in his hand. I was like, "Oh, it did." That that was their takeaway. They, that's the part they liked about it was, the 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 cloth part of the 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 under part of the cast was was exposed and it looked like ribbons when he went through the air. Um, I think they're they're man they're they're handing him with like kick gloves big time. Dream. Mm-hmm. They're not. They have to. They're not gonna let him look bad or be heel or nothing like that so but if you notice it they're they're doing the same thing because austin theory because someone finally on one of the reports talked about it like he got he was it he was got like named almost the level of the speak out movement yeah, yeah. For, for austin theory and now i like what they're doing with him they're actually letting him because his i think his was a again uh velveteen dream but his i think like you we were talking about i think his got dismissed like it wasn't like yes he sent inappropriate text but it wasn't what the accuser was saying but no matter what he shouldn't have sent those texts that's that's the main thing but with Austin Theory I think his is worse because they wrote him out of the storyline like he on that episode I quit so I think his is worse yeah no matter what they're both bad yep. they, they, they're they're grown people they should know better most but, most most uh, promotions would pull the their their, you, their talent, but they're letting them yeah. still go through. So, what is it? The accuser that did uh, Joey stop Joey Ryan because mm-hmm. Joey Ryan's one. They proved that the accusers um, were just trying to get money. Did you see he's suing? He's suing Impact. Impact, yeah. He's yeah. He's suing them for a lot of money. He's also there's another promotion. I forget who it is, but he's suing them because they pulled his and altogether his. He's suing, like, he lost, like, double-digit millions of dollars off the deal. So he's suing them, too. But here's the thing. If if you're accused falsely, it's like anything, right? Mm. You're, you're accused, and then you find out that you're wrong. You have the right to make it right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Joey Ryan is trying to make his right, you know, because those people were just telling false lies. I hope. So I, I don't. I hope he doesn't bankrupt Impact. I don't. I think they're gonna. To me, I would think they would settle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, we're gonna do this. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if with what he's suing them on, I think that could bankrupt them. I um, really do. A couple things also that my takeaways were um, the the Maverick uh, mm. Ever Rise, <laughs> uh, Drake Maverick, and uh, Killian Dane. 
they they lose they lose but you know they get they get crazy drake you know drake maverick and killian day likes winning (laughs) he is winning killian dane over here's what i thought going into that match yeah is is ever rise the only tag team on is ever rise the only tag team on nxt because i i'm pretty sure ue is a tag team i'm pretty sure danny birch and Oni larkin are a tag team i'm pretty sure to me that was funny because they have fought like they here's the thing when the main roster does it i get tired of it i'm like oh you're fighting you're fighting randy orton for the 29th time but it's like when they're fighting it's like it's funny because it's the same tag team and that and that tag team if you look at it has won all three times they're successful against drake maverick and killian dane but they're laying that storyline of what this is. Yeah. But yeah, I just today I just uh, when I watched it this morning, I was like, is this the only tag team NXT has? So I'm pretty sure. So when I was watching it, when I was watching it live, mm-hmm. I had to go back and look to make sure I wasn't like watching like a tape or a DVR version <laughs> of another show. <laughs> it go, felt like is, it. Is, is it this really current? Did. Is this current? I'll go, okay, it's current. Okay, I got you. All right, all right. I, I guess they're doing it again. I guess I don't know. Oh, so so good, so good. Oh, I love it. Like I'm waiting. You know what's going to happen? Where Killian Dane is going to do sort of a move and then get mad and then punch Drake Maverick out. Yeah, but that's so good. Like they they uh, outside of outside of Tyler Breeze and Fandango, um, they're my favorite tag team. Yes. On, on yeah, I, I look forward so to watching good. them. I look forward to watching them when they come last. on. So we, no. let's be honest, it's it's not going to last. But they are they're making memories, and it's so good. It is. I love it. Oh uh, man! What's your other takeaway? Uh, my other takeaway was um, the Phantasma. Uh, was it six way? Uh, was yes. Swerve uh, Atlas. God, such a good match. Atlas Atlas did something on the ropes that I've never seen anybody do. Um, he jumped on the ropes, uh, jumped on someone's like uh, shoulders, and then did uh-huh. a flip or something. And I go, "Oh he my god!" He almost I, died. I really. He almost died, Bobbert. Do you remember on the outside when they kept trying to call it a Span- uh, Spanish fly? Uh huh. His foot got caught on the apron. I I, like, I, I thought Jake Atlas died. I, I must I have missed it. I must died. have missed it. I have to go back and look at it. So, okay. Yeah, and then he and then he cost him the match by talking mad smack. I yeah. was like, as soon as he started talking smack to the, it wasn't, it wasn't Phantasma Del whatever, it, and it wasn't Zima Ion, it was the other guy. Mm-hmm. Or it may have been, it may have been Phantasma Del Glory or whatever. But yeah, he cost it in that match because he was like, I'm, I'm this and that, you blah, 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 blah. And then they tag teamed in the middle of the rope and then he finally tried to get in, but it was too late. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week because... Jake Atlas costed them that that match. I was like, you were outside trying to tell him why you're the best, and you don't mess with you, and you you weren't there to save your team. So, it it was a great match, and the part you talked about was really really great. Mm-hmm. But I, I it's exciting to see what's going to happen. See if they call Jake Atlas out, or yeah. if they just overgloss that, or whatever. Because uh, I I forget uh, Fantasma has uh, DJ Z with him. That was that was my takeaway from NXT. I really I really loved it. I actually, to be honest with you, I watched AEW NXT at the same time. Did you? Yeah. Uh, old Attitude Era, old Attitude Era style. Yep, sure did, and I enjoyed it. Yep. My takeaway, <laughs> other than the greatness of 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 uh, our boy and Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Um. Ah, oh, I love the way he says that. I like how he got scared. But no, my main takeaway is the greatness of of uh, O'Gorgano talking smack to the wheel. Mm-hmm. 
We have the little, the little dinner segment. Yeah, the, and she the, gets mad at the wheel. And he goes, I hate your wheel. You're stupid. And, uh, just, just talking smack to an... Again, I love it. Uh, we've talked about it. I love it when they get hit with something that doesn't hurt and they make it look like it hurts. Yeah. And Ortiz is the master of that. But I like it when they talk smack to inanimate objects. That's my other favorite thing. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's so stupid. But if they do it right, it's so funny. And the way he just talks back to the wheel, I was like, oh, blank that wheel. I don't like that wheel either. You know what I'm saying? You made me hate an inanimate object. So, but yeah. Uh, do you think so when it, you think whenever Halloween Havoc comes on and they do the wheel there, you think he's going to get mad oh, at it? Oh, I too? hope he talks. Yeah, he I hope should. he does. If, if he, he should. loses... If he loses, he needs to he needs to go up there and yell at that wheel because I'll yell at the wheel too. I hate that. Blank that chair. I hate that chair. Oh, so good. I love it. It's even in movies when they talk smack to an inanimate object. I immediately hate the inanimate object. I'm like, I hate that thing too. You're right. How dare you? I hate you, chair. Oh, so good. That's I'm I'm a very I'm a very complex wrestling fan. Like, no, you are. I, you I love it. You are. Oh, you are I, the best. I love stupidest things. I love stu- again. Here's my. Here, I'm gonna go on record. This is this is one of my theories. Wrestling's supposed to take you from reality and put mm-hmm. you into a, a fake world. That's the only thing fake about wrestling is the world that it's in. Yep. It's 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 scripted. It's real, real athleticism, but it's not fake. The only thing fake is the world you're going into, um, and it's supposed to give you emotion. You're supposed to get angry. You're supposed to get happy. You're supposed to laugh, sometimes cry, depending on the story they're telling. Mm. Um, but yeah, like like some of the things they do, like the Gorgano dinner, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I don't care about this storyline. Like, I understand why you're doing it. You're building a thing. But then when they do something to make you hate something that you're not supposed to hate in the very beginning, oh, oh, I'm angry at, angry at this thing that, that I shouldn't be angry at. I love it. Or if you laugh, like whenever uh, the, they had the, they had AEW, had the big uh, stampede and... The, the thing he rung the bell and he comes out shaking you're not yeah. supposed to do that if you get your head rung in a bell you usually grab your head and go oh my god my head that's so loud again those are the things those and those are things that you remember for years to come and you look back fondly on and you and you chuckle and even when you see a clip of it you immediately laugh and you remember where you were and you remember the feeling that you had that's what wrestling is supposed to do you're not supposed to watch wrestling and go oh why am i watching this Sometimes you do feel like that. Yeah. But if you don't have those little moments in wrestling, just like anything in your job, if you go to your job and you hate your job, why are you why are you why are you at that job? If you're watching wrestling and you literally get angry at it and go, Why am I watching wrestling? Stop watching wrestling. I did that. I got that way and it was in the middle of the two thousands, from like two thousand and ten to two thousand and fifteen. I didn't watch it for five years because I would turn it on and I was just going through the motions and I'm like, this isn't bringing me joy anymore. Right. So, I mean, I, I think I, me. I, I, I think I went through a period where, um, my, you know, my sports teams, you know, cause I live in DFW and mm-hmm. I got, uh, I have like the Mavericks and the stars and the Cowboys and stuff. Yeah. And so whenever they're not doing well and I post this all the time on Facebook, which is most of the time, <laughs> I, I, I post, I go, I go, WW, I go Monday Night Raw, you'd never let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, and again, it could it could be, and again, it's funny though because if you watch it with eyes, where mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you know, there's gonna be something that's gonna make you laugh. It may be some silly little thing, like it could mm-hmm. be an interview. The way 
the way something happens in an interview and you just laugh and you're like, this was really good. And then it changes your whole thing. But if you just watch it angry and nothing makes you happy, mm. take a break. You got to take a break from it. You got you to set it aside. Um, I think that's going to do it me. for this show. All right, brother. Be good, man. All right. Have fun. You too. Bye. All right. Bye.